Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Uptime Community. We're so glad that you could join us live today. And today's date is August 22nd in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm Greg Messina. And if you are new here, we are a community of believers that are actively studying the Holy Bible and looking forward to that glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus, the Christ, the way, the truth, the life. We want to make this an interactive forum. So we do welcome your questions and your comments today. I don't know if you know who Jesus is, but we do encourage you to get to know him today if you don't. I do have to get give you the bad news. The bad news is we're all sinners. We've all fallen short of the glory of God, and we deserve eternal separation from God and his blessings. The good news is our debt or our sins have been fully paid for by the finished work of Jesus Christ on that cross at Calvary. He shed his, his blood for our sins. He died, was buried, and was the only person who has risen in a fully glorified body on the third day. If you believe that this has happened, placing your trust in that blood of Jesus, you are saved from eternal damnation. You'll begin to start wanting to live for him, not for the world. Because as scripture states, we become ambassadors for Christ. We represent him. And that is an amazing thing. We don't deserve it, but we so humbly accept it. We do welcome tonight John L. Fortier, a.k.a. the Watchdog tonight, to Uptime. John came to the Lord when he was in the Canadian Navy in 1986. He was saved, but had no true understanding of Scripture until one day he cried out to the Lord to show him and teach him the Word of God. From that point on, John found he had been missing a huge piece of the puzzle he had been searching for. John will be sharing his testimony of faith tonight and how he started understanding the Holy Bible in the way it should be read. But first, I do want to open up with our uptime panel, and I welcome back Brother Bob Barber and, of course, Brother Michael Pels. Welcome, brothers. God bless you. Great to be back, as always. Oh, yeah. God bless you guys. Hope you all had a great week. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, ups and downs. I mean, it's just, you know, just daily life. We're going through <laughs> different things in life, and that's that's okay. We have the Lord. We continue to We continue to pray. And continue to endure and keep going th forward, uh, enduring sound, sound doctrine, uh, spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ Amen. to others. Right? Amen. Uh, Amen. This verse of the day uh, that you see up here on the screen is coming from BibleGateway.com. Romans 8.32, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Amen. I mean, my goodness, Amen. this is incredible to be here tonight and to discuss these things of um, that are, for the most part, unseen, but we can see the creation of God all around us. I Amen. mean, there's so much evidence True. of his love and his beauty and, and his glory, right? Amen, brothers? Amen. Everywhere, everywhere. When we really take the time to look around and just evaluate the creation around us, it's like you just can't help but see God in in all of his creation, just like Psalms 19.1 says. And it's just so amazing. And I was just thinking about even mountains the other day and how, how, how you see the picture with trees. You know, I see men like trees walking and you have that typology of people being like trees. And I was like, wow, you have all these holy events happening on mountains. And what happens when you ascend to the highest point of a mountain? Not even the trees can go there, right? Because it's so holy. And I was like, what an interesting natural and God's creation picture that he's showing how far set apart he is from all mm -hmm. of us. So I was like, man, that's yeah. so awesome. God, you're good. Yeah. 
So oh, good. So awesome. And Bob, you've been posting some more uh, recent uptime videos. Uh, you had another rapture resurrection report you did this past week. Thank you for that. Uh, many people having rapture dreams. I mean, it's incredible how all of this is just escalating. There's more watchmen, watch women online, um, just spreading the truth of not only the gospel, but also the excitement, the anticipation mm -hmm. of the soon return of our Lord and Savior. You want right. to discuss a little bit about that before we bring on our guest? Well, uh, <clears throat> my last Rapture Resurrection report, when I talked about, once again, going back to the dream of Philip Barnett and what the nuclear, how the nuclear war comes about. And we don't want nuclear war. Nobody wants it. Okay. But according to dreams and visions, that has something to do with the Rapture Resurrection. That's what we're looking for. So we look, we look at the bad so we can kind of narrow down the good. And when things get that bad, that means things get really good for us. And that's the rapture yeah. resolution. And according to according to what he saw, is uh you see Russia, America, and Belarus lining up and getting mm -hmm. the vessels ready and basically becoming very powerful, very uh well, Russia and America are already powerful, but Belarus now is really stepping in now. And mm -hmm. it so happened this week that they have now uh, uh, the U S government has now called for all Americans to get out of Belarus. Now mm -hmm. Here we yeah. are. So yeah. it's happening folks. And we had a uh, pastor Patrick on and I'm featuring uh, the videos that we did with him. And we have a celestial parade of signs happening right now. Um, in, uh, not now, but it's coming September. Okay. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. what's amazing is that a lot of people don't realize this is if you're watching Pastor Patrick, he is finding more and more and more and more asteroids involved with the Revelation 12 sign. Okay. Now we saw a Revelation 12 sign back in 2017. Okay. But I don't believe, like according to his research, I don't believe that was the Revelation 12 sign because according to the Bible, when that sign shows up, there's also a catching away of the man-child, and there's also a falling of stars from heaven. And what's amazing, during that sign, the upcoming September, Feast of Trumpets, the Revelation 12 sign, what's happening? You see tons of stars falling through this, through this, uh, through this celestial sequence. There's stars, there's a shower of them falling through the Revelation 12 sign. Mm -hmm. So you have the fall. So we do have the stars falling at this point. We didn't mm -hmm. have that 2017. And if the, if that's what's happening, then the Bible also said that the man child is caught up at that same point when all this comes together around the middle of September. Something <laughs> so, to think about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, uh, the other big, uh, blue moon, the super blue moon. That's pretty mm -hmm. cool. That's coming up August 30th, 31st. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, so, so we have right. a lot. I mean, yeah, there's quite this, uh... And if you watch, uh, we're going to get into it today. I'm going to bring our guest on here, but there's so much going on in the world today. We got to talk about because it's starting to get real. It's it really, is. it's here now. It's here in the States. A lot of stuff we got to talk about, uh, the things that they're doing now. And I mean, I'll just wait. We'll just wait <laughs> until we get into it, the thick of it. But yeah. 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 Well, uh, things are happening and uh, there's no denying. Uh, that we are getting closer 
to the Lord's return. Uh, getting closer to that time of Jacob's trouble that we, we speak about, um, that is obviously in Scripture. Uh, and we anticipate to be out of here, right? Before that happens, the body of Christ, for those who are new to any of this and the understanding of the theology or eschatology of uh, the rapture, uh, many people will say that there is no sign of the, a pre-tribulation rapture, but we obviously beg to differ. And we have gone through hundreds of videos to show that is the case. So uh, you can feel free to view some of those previous videos of Uptime, not only on Bob Barber's channel, but of course here on Uptime channel. Uh, we do also have teachings on Wednesday that we post uh, from others. So um, please also subscribe to the newsletter that's found in the description window. We appreciate that. So uh, without further ado, I do want to bring on our guest, and uh, he's going to be sharing his testimony with us and uh, how he got involved with his research uh, and how he got involved with the Word of God. So uh, we do welcome uh, John L. Fortier to Uptime. Welcome, Thank brother. Everybody. Yes. Welcome. Welcome. God bless you. Top time. How are you? Thank brother? you very much. Thank you very much. There was a little delay, but we're good now. Okay. Yes. Good. So, uh, yes. I thank you for coming on with us. Uh, we are excited to hear about uh, your testimony. Uh, let's start there, and then we'll obviously you'll lead right into how you. Yes, sir began understanding the word of God in the way it should be read, right? Uh, and, you know, there will be debate about that. Oh, well, why am I using this translation? And what's the difference between this translation or that translation? And you're going to discuss a little bit of, about that as well. And obviously you are someone who is rapture ready as well. So we'll get into a little bit of that and your thoughts on, mm -hmm. uh, on the rapture, but uh, let's, let's, Dive in. So tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, Brother John. Go ahead. All right. So my name is John. I was born in uh, Quebec City, Quebec, Canada, um, as a Francophone in the Catholic Roman Catholic Church. Um, so all my life up to 17 years old, I was strong Catholic, going through all the sacraments and everything with the family. And it was always the same thing every year. So 17 of age came, and I joined the Navy uh, by the end of this, that I was 17 years old. And when I joined the Navy, I quit Catholic, uh, Roman Catholic, because I didn't want to go there no more, and I had no answers of anything anyway. So I went in the Navy in 1985. Uh, 1986, I met a couple guys that were no drinkers, no smokers uh, in the Navy, um, just training and getting getting together as a group. And I kind of start talking with them, and they were Bible believers. So I came to the Lord at that point in 1986. Uh, the pastor had a King James Bible. And but me, I was just uh, still uh, half English, half French, francophone, <laughs> not yet anglophone, uh, which I probably not yet. 
But um, I had a French uh, French Bible, which was called the Column. Uh, in English, that would be the Dove. And that was not a good uh, translation in French. It was uh, mostly like uh, everyday speaking French. And there was no truth in it. Bible verses missing, some stuff added and everything. So I came to the Lord anyway, and um, in a sense that <laughs> I was there, I went to the to the church. Uh, it was a Pentecostal church at that time, but uh, I had the truth, at least from the King James, from the pastor, and um, from there I decided to buy a King James. But I was still attracted to other versions, which were supposed to be easier to read. So I was not smoking, not drinking, not cursing, not doing anything. My faith was there, but something was missing, was not right. So 1986 went by, and um, I got out of the Navy and um, in 1991, uh, bought a truck, start trucking the U.S. and Canada. And uh, in the truck stops, you do have a lot of uh, literature for Christians, um, King James stuff, King James Bible, cassettes at that time with, um, with some uh, preaching on it. So I was borrowing that and listening in my truck. And my faith grew a little bit, but I was still missing the proper thing. So one day in 2008, uh, sitting in the back of my bunk in my truck, and I was there and I talked to the Lord. I was praying and say, okay, I don't do those bad things. I'm saved. Now what? What is supposed to come now, right? Am I just waiting? And I didn't know about the rapture back then. So I'm, what am I supposed to do now, right? So I cried out. I cried out to the Lord by praying until I get an answer. And uh, because at that point, I was not knowledgeable or there was no wisdom in my, uh, in my salvation at all. So I became looking on the internet, in the truck, in the bunk bed, looking for answers. And then one day, I fell onto the uh, program Soul Searcher. And I don't know if you can put the references there. The Soul Searcher was a program at the beginning um, that uh, started in 1995, I think, but was made by the, uh, was made by uh, Br Mr. Brendan Staggs, uh, who created, and you can see a couple screens of what it is. Uh, once you get that program, uh, you don't need anything else. You don't need to be online. You can uh, modify, print, read, uh, Bible, different Bibles, different uh, version books. There is probably over 200 books and uh, also uh, commentaries. You In the program, there's even another program. It's called Forge. You can make your own books like your notebook. You can make your notebook, print them. Everything is in there. Now, the good thing about that is I start looking into this 
And uh, guess which verse I came to? That's the one in my presentation there. Under, under, understandest thou what thou readest? And then uh, the eunuch said to Philip, uh, and he said, how can I accept some man should guide me? So from 2008, I was into that program trying to reach and see and read. And so my knowledge came now a little bit better, but not perfect. Uh, I was still lacking a lot of what I know today and what you guys are preaching and talking about. So my knowledge and my wisdom too, uh, were not that elevated. So from there, uh, I kept going. I kept going in my faith and uh, I was in trucking business. So on Sundays, I was stopping in truck stops where there was church. Um, I went there a few times. I went a lot in churches in uh, Georgia, Florida. Uh, every time Sunday came where I could unhook my trailer and just go bobtail with my truck to a church, I was going with my King James Bible, which is this one here. And you can see that there is a lot of study in it, all verse by verse. So I was going there and learning and, you know, a little bit more and more. But that verse, understand this, thou what thou readest, always came to my mind. So I was in my uh, in my house uh, one night, and I said, there must be someone online that is, you know, and I prayed God. I said, I need someone to show me, to teach me, right? So I went through a few things that were not King James, and they use another translation, and I said, nay, nay, that's no good for me. And guess where I found? Guess who I found? Well, I'm I'm going to venture out to say that, uh, yeah. <laughs> Pastor Robert, Robert Breger. Not, Pastor Robert Breger. Yes, yes, in 2014. And I was amazed with the first teaching. I said, is he going to keep going and doing this all the time, verse by verse, all the teaching he was bringing? With Pastor Robert Breaker, I learned more in one month than 15 years. It was incredible. The amount of input was coming in. Notes, you should see the notes I got in my soul searcher. It's incredible. My Bible cover to cover as verse by verse. Whatever Mr. Breaker did, I followed. I, I used all his material and everything. And of course, it's right there which is up time there too. And I kept learning and studying and the pace was so fast, faster than what my mind could pick up. I had to rewatch the video sometime two or three times just to make sure that I pick up everything and I put notes. And at one point, my program, instead of taking a picture or screen, say a screenshot or anything like this, just to learn, I was physically drawing his drawing from his whiteboard on a piece of paper and taking a scan it and then put it in my salt searcher. But just by the fact of drawing it and putting all the references and everything made me learn faster. He knows about that, Mr. Breaker. He, he saw the board. Um, I was live with him in October, last October. 
But anyway, now I got the board and I call this my bunker. So you can show the three, the panoramic picture there if you want to, sir. That's my bunker. That is the bunker of learning. I bring friends over here. We do study with the board and uh, we do have study physically here. Uh, there is few ladies that come with their husband and we just read and learn the Bible and we watch some video. That's the bunker. So we just study the Bible and that's it. Only the King James. Sometimes we go to King James 16:11 because I like that. But the Soul Searcher, the program with Pastor Breaker became for me and only for moi <laughs> became such an open eye opening that I, w I couldn't believe the word of God, how much there was in and how, how many things that I, I just read and I passed by like a thousand mile away. And now that I was going to understand, I couldn't believe it. So thank you, Lord Jesus, for that. This was done. And then I came with the same question. Now what? And Pastor Breaker kind of told me once or twice or three times. He said, you should have, you should have a, um, a channel. I said, well, a lot of people have channels and everything. And it demands a lot of editing. And, and I don't know much, too much beside my program what to do with all that editing. And so I said, let me think about it. And I start praying, praying about it and say, okay, now that there is some knowledge, there is some wisdom, and we have the true word of God, the blood of Jesus Christ is in me. I know every, I know what I need to know for the rapture. I need to know what I know for to be saved. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now what? So came to me with my Skype. I'm on Skype. And with Pastor Breaker, I gave my uh, email address. And I have a couple friends on Skype that came and wanted to know what I was doing. We do the same thing. I just put the camera towards the whiteboard. And we study verses. And I try to answer questions the best I can. I do have books and references. Yeah, <laughs> one of them. Um, so we're right here. Yeah, right there at the green arrow. Um, I was going to start that with, uh, I did start that with a little bit of uh, Skype. But now we have friends uh, and we kind of meet very often during the week for Bible study on Zoom. So, no, I'm not reaching 100,000 people at the same time. That is true. That is true. But I like to do things like this and have references and uh, write stuff about, and you can, uh, you can zoom in if you want. It's all verses. Um, yeah, it's all verses there about the King James, when is the rapture, um, all kinds of stuff there. It shall come to pass, uh, that, that portion there of the, the grace age. Once it pass, that's it. We're raptured. We're gone. So the who and the what versus the what. Yeah. So the knowledge increased and the friends got a lot more. 
And now we're starting to have on Zoom uh, some uh, some study. And uh, we have topics. Somebody brings a topic and we just go into it. Now, this I do in English also. But in French, because I'm Francophone, I do have also another Bible, which is the Ostervald 1724. And um, thank you for the whiteboard, it's great. <laughs> uh, I do have another, uh, there's another Bible, Ostervald 1724, which is a copycat of the, uh, of the King James. Now, the reason I'm saying that is because I know there's a lot of French people from Montreal or Quebec that are watching this show and they do study the King James, but if ever they want a good comparison of uh, this, let me see here. I'm just going to bring uh, this one here. If they want the, a great Bible, I'm going to put it in the private chat there for you to look at it. And the Wikipedia, um, in English, of course. So his name is Jean-Frédéric Osterwald. And he is the guy who took the King James and um, basically uh, rewrite it. And his last work was in 20, 2074 when he did the traduction of the Bible. And this is, and you can look into it. Those people who speak French, uh, you can be sure that I did check before I brought that up. Okay, if you go to Second Timothy 2.15, study to show thyself approved in French. I'm going to say it in French so people can check. Étudie afin de te montrer approuvé de Dieu. So that means show thyself to be approved unto God. It's the same thing. You won't be um, you won't be uh, lost if you go in your French Bible just to know. The reason is very simple. A lot of guys like me came to the Lord because I was in an English environment at the beginning with the Navy on the English side of Canada, Halifax. I came to the Lord with a King James. And then after that, people were asking me stuff. And I didn't know, I didn't have a fr good French version for them to read so they can get the right doctrine. Now, this is there since uh, 2014. There was a re-edition in 2018. So you can be sure that I read it and I checked on it. And this is really good traduction in French. If ever you are a Francophone that study in English on your King James, then you can bring up this Bible to someone. And you can download it for $5. You don't have to buy the full leather cover if you don't want to. You can download it as a PDF for five bucks. And yeah, just scroll down. You'll see a PDF, five bucks. I think it's below that. Tuk, 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 tuk. Just keep going, keep going. Yeah, right there, five bucks. Is it five or six? Five bucks, PDF. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Five Canadian dollar. So that means it's about uh, three, 350 US. But anyway, if you want to download it or if you want to purchase the real Bible for a Francophone friend 
And you can go right through your King James notes, verses, chapters, and you can just bring, say, okay, go to this verse, and they're going to have the French version of it. So they can physically follow you guys with what you write, and they can have it in French as scriptures. So this is what I did. I came to the Lord this way. This is my my uh, path that I took. And now I'm just trying to be with friends and people that comes on the Zoom. And we're going through the uh, the Bible. Because like I say, my uh, it's written right there. You can You can bring it up if you want on another screen too. It's the whole Bible was written for you. But not the whole Bible was written to you, right? There's dispensation. So when I win the knowledge, when I start learning that with Mr. Breaker, of course, with Pastor Breaker, I couldn't believe the dispensation. That was like a sledgehammer in my forehead. Poof, I was light up, lights out. I would, I couldn't believe it. I did believe. I never said something like, nah, come on, it's not, that's not right. No, 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 no. I took it bite by bite and uh, I just immersed that in my mind and kept reading, kept scratching all papers and taking notes. And you wouldn't believe all the notes in my Bible about that. And oh, we can believe it. I mean, we, we saw your just a, a quick glimpse of all yeah. the highlighted uh, uh, verses oh, there, yeah. brother. <laughs> so I think it's we can incredible. believe it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't pretend that I know the Bible, all of it, but I know what I know, not to get fooled by other versions where you might be losing the right doctrine. And the final test will be at the rapture, right? Those left behind will be there and say, why, why haven't we uh, chased uh, the devils? And er I'm missing the verse there, but in your name, and that's going to be the real test. And like in the Navy, uh, not knowing won't be an excuse. That's it. That's right. It's, you, you, it's right there. Uh, show like yours. Bring it up so much. You have so much information in your show. It's incredible. I have to rewatch it sometime just because of Mr. Bob. He, he says all kinds of stuff, and I have to rewatch it just to grasp all all the uh, information. Okay, blame blame it on the uh, French uh, guy there or uh, <laughs> the language barrier. No, but seriously, I have to rewatch it just to grab all the info. There is so much info now. That not knowing is not an excuse. And people that say, oh, we'll see when I die. You know what the definition of hell is? Hell is the truth known too late. Hmm. Well said. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. with the Soul Searcher program, because I can carry oh. it with me in my laptop, I can go anywhere. I rather that. Soul Searcher is the best. And the, the vlog If ever you ask questions, they will answer. There is people there all the time, 24-7. If you put your, uh, if you put your, because it's all throughout the world. So somebody will answer you. Somebody will give you. And the, um, the F1 on the program have such an easy way 
to look into the info, everything where it is, the table of content, everything is there. And I cannot name everything that it goes into that program. It's so if you if ever you try it for free because you can for 30 days, you'll be amazed and you will say to yourself, wow. <laughs> you know, I don't say that the other programs are not good. I'm just saying that what happens if the internet goes, you know, for any reason, sure. like during the COVID or something. Right. What happens if the internet goes? Now you're, you're stuck, and you don't have your notes, you don't have anything online. Yeah. Now with this program, all your notes, and when you have enough, if you want to print yourself a book, go ahead. Everything is there with the program Forge. You can make your own books, your own commentaries, put pictures, insert whatever you want in it. It's crazy. It's crazy. That should <laughs> that program should be in school by grade seven. <laughs> Very nice. So that's that's how I came to the Lord. This is what I'm doing right now. And I'm I'm really pleased to be with you guys tonight. <laughs> it's, it's it's really amazing to uh, to see what you guys do for uh, for the Lord and uh, I'm really pleased and uh, really happy about it. Good. Amen. Well, amen. You have any thank questions? you. Thank, yeah, thank you brother. We're going to we're going to bring up uh, questions for the uh community uh, for the chat later on. But um, gentlemen, do you uh, have anything you want to comment on? You know, I love we talked about earlier when um, you, you're like, why was I left behind? Okay. And, you know, those, you know, it, it, it really helps. I mean, I read the King James too. Okay. It's amazing how many different verses they have out there, but it's that way for a reason. Because there's so much in the King James that's just not in the other versions. But, you know, one thing I'm really noticing now is the closer we get to the rapture, there is a uh, there's a new shift coming in a new guard, which is, which will be the tribulation saints. OK, yes, sir. Tribulation saints are here right now. They don't go in the rapture. They stay here to face the Antichrist and they die. OK, so and here's the thing. Their gospel is works. I must go do it. I must go and suffer so that I will be right in the eyes of God. Okay, oh, yeah. must believe in Jesus and suffer. Okay, and that is pretty much what the uh, the new gospel is during the during the uh, Daniel seventieth week is works and faith. Okay, you know, fighting off the mark of the beast that's a lot of work. <laughs> okay, suffering. All right, so they have all that going on, and another thing I noticed about them is they don't believe in once saved always saved. Obviously, they never read Ephesians 2, 8, 9, or Ephesians 4, 30, or 1, 13, 14. They don't understand the concept of salvation, what happens in the spirit realm and all that stuff. Once you understand all that, you could totally get it, that once saved, always saved is the case. When you become spiritually sealed, you're done, okay? You're spiritually sealed. That seal is not undone, okay? The Bible says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit, which you have been sealed until the day of redemption. Okay, so when you sin, guess what? You grieve, you feel bad. Have we, have we all been there? Okay, so we've all been there. Now, what you're saying there, though, these people, they're not rightly dividing. They're mixing up all the Gospels, so they believe it work. You know, I used to be there, all right? And it scared the crap out of me because every day I'm praying, please save me, Jesus, every day saying the salvation prayer, trying to remember all my sins, trying to repent for all of them, always in the state of fear. 
Okay. So these people right now, they don't believe in being saved and say, I mean, truly being born again and it's done deal. So these people are saying, hey, there's no rapture. So we are going to face the Antichrist. All right. You know, the Bible says that uh, the Lord said, a woe unto those who desire the day of the Lord for the day of darkness and gloom. Okay, if you desire to test your might in the tribulation, you are not saved. Just because of the fact that you have that that attitude, you are not saved. Oh, I'm going to go against the Antichrist. So you're not saved. Because if you truly understood the word and how it works, okay, you would know that, hey, when this when this time frame, this dispensation comes to an end, there's something that God does at the end to execute and close it out. Everybody's saved during this time frame of the age of grace. They are all caught up together to meet Jesus in the air and take it to the throne room, whether they are dead or alive, okay, up until the age, end of the age of grace. And then once this thing closes out, we're all taken up there, okay? God has a purpose for us, all right? Those who are left behind, like you're saying there, Brother John, you know, they're not rightly dividing the word of God. And they're believing in the works, and they want to go against the Antichrist. I see these people on here in our right. comment section, you know. And I'm, I'm sorry, I'll say it again. You are probably not saved. You're probably not saved because you're trusted in your works. That's a scary place to be. But you imagine these people, right now, they take the last breath even before the tribulation begins, and they wake up in hell. Mm. Right? And and constantly living that life of fear of, you know, I hope I'm good today. So that mm. way, if the rapture does happen, some of them I do believe in rapture, that I would be raptured today because I've been a good boy, a good girl today. Some people believe in that, too. Those mm. people, I don't believe, are saved either because they're not trusting in the blood of Jesus. If you and the Brother John, you talk about Robert Breaker. You know, I came to the full understanding of salvation watching Robert Breaker. Amen. I always believed in having a relationship with Jesus Christ, but I was still suffering through all the other stuff. But once I understood the concept of Jesus shed blood and how we trust in that. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I applaud you for everything you're doing. You need to get a YouTube channel. You should listen to Brother Breaker and get yourself a channel because you're offering a lot there. And, you know, it's hard. I don't know how many people you get on your Skype. But you get a YouTube yeah. channel. I mean, people at least can watch your content when they're able to. You know, you can bless a lot of people with your work, brother. Amen. Amen. It's 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 a thought. <laughs> um, I can look into it again, but that's that's some work that I would have to learn because I don't know how to edit and everything. I got a good computer, like you saw there. Uh, maybe it's not working. Uh, I'm not using it uh, more than ten percent. <laughs> um <laughs> like my brain but um now i know i could do more for that but the i'm a little scared with the channel thing there but um i'm gonna give in give it a good thinking and see what i can do with that yeah yeah brother yeah. it doesn't even have to be live uh you no. can do a recording you can have it edited ready to go for uh whichever day you want to post it so that's that's one of the good things about it so Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not as hard as it as it seems. It's really not. It's just getting started. It's kind of difficult. But I think it's so awesome that one of the common denominators here is how all of our past 
by the grace of God, had intersected with Robert Breaker and how much he's really brought to the community. I'm just so Amen. grateful for him because, you know, That's that so was true. something huge for me, too, because when I when I was born again, it was his video. It was his video mm-hmm. about salvation. And I remember it popping up in the, the suggested section on YouTube that how do you know if you're really saved? And I'll never forget that that moment. I'll never forget mm-hmm. that day. And when I woke up the next morning, it was just everything changed. And I just remember just having such a thirst for the word. And mm-hmm. I remember getting the Bible out and I was like just so excited to read it oh, every yeah. single day. And just, it, I mean, the, my first Bible is basically rags. <laughs> just, uh, I highlighted the pages so much that they started wilting up. You know, like, it looks crazy, but, uh, it was just such an, such a awesome time and, and just being, so young and how the Lord just really is with you and his Holy Spirit's guiding you into all truth. And it's just uh, so awesome what you're talking about, Brother Bob, because you talk about how some people just, they just don't understand. They think it's about what they're doing and the works that they bring to the table. Not that there's anything wrong with doing good. We should want to do good works, right? But that's not what justifies us. That's not what saves us. What justifies Mm -hmm. us is the blood of Jesus and faith in him alone and his finished work. Mm -hmm. And um, it kind of reminds me of one concept also as far as like some of us. I remember, you know, just a few years ago starting to watch some teachers and I started going into the way of works and I started, it started really messing with me and it brought that fear, that condemnation back. And then what I've since learned what the Lord has showed me and especially in, um, Oh, let's see if I can share this for you. But what the Lord really was sharing with me is that, you know, just like in the natural, we have the spiritual counterpart. First Corinthians fifteen forty six is one of my favorite scriptures that discusses that concept. And when it talks about how we're babes in Christ, right? And it's so amazing because you always grow up, right? Whenever we're born in the natural, we grow up no matter if you want to or not, you're going to grow. But the maturity and the wisdom varies from person to person. And I find that so true in the body of Christ. Amen. Let's yeah, see. It yeah, it's it's so cool. And then we have Ephesians four fourteen. And then when we start maturing and growing in the Lord and, and understanding, because one of the first things that the Lord really did for me was just teach me the the nuances, the mechanics behind the gospel. So no one could flim flam me no more, no one could try to drag me back under works. And when I Came to Ephesians 4.14, it just reminds me here that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and the craft and cunningness whereby they lie in wait to deceive those who are keep trying to just drag you back under the law. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's so amazing to have the Lord be our tutor, right? Who's teaching yes. us through his Holy Spirit. I mean, without him, we don't know anything. And, um, and it's so amazing because I remember one other scripture, if you guys don't mind, it's a uh, first Corinthians four, seven right here for who maketh thee to differ from another. And what hast thou that that house does not receive. Now, if thou didst receive it, why dost thou glory as thou have not received it? And we see that throughout time, the, the humbling nature of scripture, how we're supposed to stay humble because we know that everything that we learned and have, it's been given by God by inspiration amen. through his spirit. Amen. 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 Yeah. If only and, Mr. Uh, Pastor Breaker would know how many people he saved by his teaching 
he wouldn't believe it. I know he knows <laughs> he helped a lot of yeah. people, but you know, not everybody goes and knock on his door and uh, you know say, "Hey, you saved me, Pastor Breaker," right? So uh, it's incredible. <laughs> to me, is my Philip according to my verse that I use? Understand this, thou what thou readest. Yeah, <laughs> is my Philip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, the teaching is so great and uh well I'm 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 just blessed by by him and the tools Yeah, I remember that watching some of his videos and it's one video I called um forgot the name of it um uh, once saved always saved. I think it's the name of the video. Yes. And uh it has like yeah. a pinkish background to it. And mm-hmm. it was one of the really old videos. Yes. And I remember coming up to that point before I watched one of those videos, I was, you know, still in that fear, like, man, I got to stay good. I got to, like I was saying, still kind of had that fear over me, you know. And after watching that video, it's just like you, just like, just like you were saying, the fear just left. Yeah. You know, because now I understand is I'm saved by, I'm saved by grace through faith. Okay. I know I'm not perfect, never was, and never will be. But mm-hmm, I yeah. do have faith in the finished works of Jesus, his shed blood, his blood shed at the cross. Okay. I have faith in that blood sacrifice. I understand that blood sacrifice. Okay. And that should give us all joy. Okay. Because yeah. Ephesians 4 30 says, We are sealed once we believe that we receive the first part of our gift Amen. of salvation. It's a gift, Ephesians 2 9. Okay, Amen. Ephesians 2, 8, 9. It's a gift. It's a two-part gift. First, a spiritual sealing, and then a bodily resurrection glorification. It's the second part of the gift. Because God knows we're in three parts. Okay? So anybody that's, that does not believe in being saved and once saved and sealed forever, they're not going to believe in the rapture resurrection because to them, the rapture, what's the, what's the point of the rapture resurrection? Why do we need it? I was like, well, for starters, Bob, Bob's body needs to be dealt with. <laughs> Michael's body needs to be dealt with. Amen. Okay, the promise of our salvation, all laid out through in the Bible, Ephesians two, Ephesians on uh, first, uh, no, first Thessalonians four sixteen seventy lays it out clearly that there's a second part of our salvation, second part of the gift, and that bring is that up, the glorification Michael? of our what was that? body. Yeah. Could you bring that up? First Corinthians fifteen. 51 mm-hmm. 53. There is a promise for our body that we endure this temple here. Yes. Okay, there's a promise. And that promise is executed at the end of this dispensation of grace, which I believe that we are right at the cups of right now. <laughs> we are right there because next yeah. month is a huge month. Yeah. Huge month. Oh, yeah. We have that seven year rescue plan getting ready to go, all right, a recommitment plan, all right, and I was, uh, I was saying at the beginning, the beginning of the broadcast here, there's so much stuff happening all around us. I mean, just start with Maui, all right, oh, what's going on there? Mm-hmm. That is absolutely insane, what's going on. If you start studying, if anybody is watching, so you're the, you're a watchdog, John, okay? So mm-hmm. let's get into some of that stuff. I mean, so what kind of stuff do you like to watch now as far as, like, end times and stuff like that uh what what do you like to watch is there certain things that you know that you specialize in or anything like that or what right now what i'm watching is 
uh, Robert Breaker all the time. I don't miss any video new coming, mm -hmm. and um, I'm going to rewatch two a second time. I watch you guys here. I might have a quick look sometime at uh, Gene Kim. Okay. And I watch I watch also your uh, your video, Mr. Barber, and um, I uh, I'm trying to stick to this. I don't go. I'm not gonna spread my wings to other stuff that it's too a little uh, fuzzy or they're not using the King James or I'm I'm careful with that. Uh, there is the uh, health rangers also sometimes that was bringing news. But I find it depressive because it's always the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's we know it's bad right now in the world. So mm -hmm. these are pretty much what I'm uh, what I'm watching there. But those are indicators, right? Indicators of, yeah. of what is to come, yes. what is yeah. around the corner, obviously, uh, as depressing as it may seem. Uh, for us, even as the body of Christ, we understand there's a point where we are on the timeline, certainly in the beginning of sorrows that Jesus speaks of, and certainly you can glean from certain uh, aspects of Scripture that are meant for the Jews, but uh, you can kind of gather and understand that as we get these things approach, uh, as we see these things happen, um, our redemption, our own redemption draws nigh, right? Um, so uh, as the body of Christ, and that is a beautiful thing because we can see the evidence is so clear and presented before us with all these things that are happening in the news. And certainly the thing that you mentioned in Maui, uh, Bob, that is, uh, I've been reading up on that is a very uh, suspicious case there. Um, yep. Not to get too deep into conspiracy, but um, a lot of strange images of some certain areas being scorched and others that weren't, especially trees and other uh, buildings and whatnot. So it just, it seems like there's something that was uh, yeah. intentionally done in that, that region. But again, uh, you know, is, are we, are we talking about energy weapons here? Is something really going on where, you know, this was done intentionally? Mm. Uh, I Most of us here believe so. I, I think yeah. most of us here believe so. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's going to be hard to convince other people that that is the case. Uh, certainly, uh, the technology we do believe is is available, right, to do oh, so. Oh, yeah, so definitely. The, definitely. The question I is, mean, uh... yeah, the question is, where? what's next, you know? I mean, to think if that is the case of perhaps a direct energy weapon perhaps being used, where else can it be done? You know, that's yeah, the that's the scary part it could be done yeah. anywhere yeah anywhere North definitely States. yeah North 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 is suspicious too yeah when i first seen maui and i started seeing the images come out i don't know about you guys but the first thing that came to my mind was paradise california i'm not sure if you guys remember paradise california it was one of the first uh very uh suspicious cases where you would have like a car incinerated right next to a trash can that was plastic and it was perfectly fine. And it'd be different if these were like one offs, right? But it was just all over the imagery that came out of paradise. And um, so when I seen Maui, I was like, man, this is messed mm -hmm. up. You know, it's, it's exactly the same stuff going on. And with high capacity, well, let me rephrase this with energy, director energy weapons. When I was in the army, we had what we called HECLOS, which are high capacity line of sight uh, radars. 
And essentially, it's the same thing as a directed energy weapon because it uses electromagnetic waves. And um, if you were in front of that, and I remember at General Dynamics and Lockheed Martin, we had trainers, and they would say, you know, if you're standing in front of this and you start feeling a warm tingling sensation, run, because that's your insides cooking from the inside out. So mm. I'll never forget oh. that demonstration that we had. I was like, oh, man, this is this is nuts. I don't want to accidentally be around one of those if that little dish falls forward. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so that stuff's been around, you know, crowd control weapons like that has been around for so long. People just Isn't don't realize. Like, I think the, that weapon is actually used. Um, I heard I saw this video where this guy's warning about how much metal you have in your body, iron in your body. And this weapon is used again, and it it, it ignites the iron, the metal in your yeah. body, in your blood, you know, and water. Dry you, okay? And water, it excites it like mm-hmm. a microwave oven. So they got some weapons that can. I mean, nobody's safe. And, you know, I wrote a, I wrote, I wrote down some notes about Maui, and what's interesting, a few things I want to say here is, uh, first of all, there was a developmental console that Maui had that prevented investors from coming in there well governor green of uh, maui disbanded it right before this whole thing took place okay and governor green went to the u.n was talking about how jeff bezos was going to donate 100 million dollars for lahaina to become the first uh smart island at the u.n before all this happened so this all happened it all happened on purpose Mm -hmm. they had sirens that went off uh i guess their officials were saying uh the governor was saying that Oh, they didn't, I mean, the, the sirens did not go off, but his excuse was that, well, if we turn the sirens on, people think it's a tsunami, they're just going to run uphill, which is a bunch of crap because those sirens don't mean that tsunami is coming right there. They got a lot of time to get out of there. So they're not going to run uphill thinking that tsunami was going to hit them. They probably would have loaded up their car and calmly drove away. Okay. Yeah. And then you had, uh, they, then they said, well, they probably wouldn't have heard the sirens because they had their air conditioners on. Really? How dumb of an excuse was that? Yeah. Then what's then the point Ma- in having them? And then Maui, check this out. Turns out Maui is actually the eyes and ears of the nation. Maui has the most sophisticated computers for our national defense in Maui. Okay. They have the Space Force headquarters in Maui. We yeah. have uh, that ba- Space Force. All the stuff that we have here is what gives us our advantage over China. Okay, and uh, we also have uh, Maui Space Force surveillance where they could track anything on the planet on land, in the air, in space or in the water is tracked Mm -hmm. from there. So you have that. And then you have um, it also tracks asteroids coming in. So if any of this stuff was damaged, okay, if they didn't say what happened to it, but Mm -hmm. let's just assume it just got destroyed. We are wide open on that West Coast for an invasion like you wouldn't believe. Okay. So and it is I think it goes far beyond the fact that they want to build a smart city there. This thing was this thing has so many layers. Yeah. Of uh and you know what you guys hear now that farmers insurance will no longer insure any property damage dealing with climate change. So they're washing their hands and say, hey, we know a lot of stuff's coming. Yeah, yeah. So we're mm-hmm. not going to be insuring people. And all the insurance companies, trust me, are going to fall in suit right behind them because the, the, the amount of damage that's coming, they don't want, hey, look, 
these guys right now, the insurance companies, especially the one with the life insurance, they're paying out record amounts right now for people that are dying unexpectedly that weren't supposed to die. And, you know, <laughs> that le- that leads us into an- another thing. I'm not going to get into that right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. But there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of crap coming down the hill here, John. Okay. So they're getting ready. They're financially getting ready for what's coming. Oh, yes. Right? Yeah. Same thing, north of Canada. All the fires, British Columbia, Alberta, Yellowknife, all this. All this is suspicious. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to say it again with my French accent, but this is suspicious. Because mm-hmm. it's it's unbelievable what's happening there. It's It's incredible. Like, nothing happened. And then suddenly you got I don't know how many thousands and thousands and thousands of hectares or uh, miles, square miles engulfed with fire. That's usually a fire. If if I think when there's lightning or something, the fire will start right there and then spread. Now, over there, that's not what happened. Uh, No, yeah, see, you got that in the comment there. Ricky Laving, yeah, no. The fires in Canada were not normal. That's for sure. That's everybody knows that now. Everybody knows mm-hmm. that. Same thing of north of Quebec. You wouldn't believe how many acres that they burned. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that they they're gonna come up with something so, later on because that's not right. Are they even telling the Maui residents that they can't even drink the water? And you know what? Our national guard. No one's bringing them any water. You can't drink it though. Here's my thing. What did that fire do to the water supply on the ground? What did it do? It didn't do anything. The fire was on the surface. So was did did they have a treatment plant that burned up? They didn't say. They're just saying you can't drink the water. So I mean, they really got to make sure. And do do you really listen to these people? They say you can't you can't even treat the water, okay, or do anything. You can't treat the water. So. And another thing that was messed up too is I come to find out that their, their their local police they were blocking off all the roads so the people couldn't get out. So they want to yeah. make sure that more people died yep. because of this whole thing. I mean, this, this was a whole list. I mean, the kids were still the kids were staying at home, so you had a lot of children that were mm-hmm. at home and parents were at work. How awful is that? Yeah. This really, is I mean, the, the, the fire department. They were uh, the fire chief was out of town. The mayor's out of town. You had the governor out. Everybody's gone. I mean, it was like a perfect setup. Like nobody yeah. of any responsibility was anywhere near this island when this whole thing yeah. went down. Yeah, that was nasty. And it takes yeah, our was... commander in chief to uh, two weeks to get there. Yeah, and just yeah, to uh, well, I, I shared that link there, Greg, because if you scroll down just a little bit. People will be able to see exactly what Brother Bob Barber was talking about with the Air Force Maui optical and supercomputing. But look at that. What do they call that? An anagram? It's Amos. <laughs> How interesting. Keep going down just a little bit more. You'll see it. Keep going. Keep going right after that. Right after that. Keep it right there. Go up, up, up. Go up just a tad. Do you see it? Air Force Maui optical and supercomputing Amos site. Oh. Man, but look at that Amos. That's what they call it, the Amos site. Oh wow, Amos is is another word for aim. Mm-hmm. 
Then it's Spanish for aim. Well, yeah, aim, Bob, you've been bringing up Amos uh, quite a bit in the past. Yeah, <laughs> man, right? that's that's oh man, this is awful. Yeah, oh, so the not, technology not, exists. <laughs> and the top of all that, you know, we 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 know what they're doing down there. We know exactly what they're doing because what really gave it away is the fact that they're they're telling the the all the homes that survived and the Maui people that are living in these homes are trying to help the, those who are not living in homes. They're all helping each other. That's the only way they're yeah. getting help. That they're helping each other. The ones mm-hmm. who have homes, the homes are stable, untouched, perfectly good homes. They're coming to say, "Get out." Gotta get out. It's not safe. Yeah. Get out. Everybody, they're, they're yeah. evicting everybody out of their homes now. So I guess they're like, well, okay, well, we did the fire. If you got, we got rid of most of the homes, and any homes that are remaining, well, let's go ahead and just kick them out. All right, so that way we can get all this land. We can start developing it. And if you go to their website, uh, the Maui, uh, I forgot which website it was. It was one of the websites in uh, for the Maui. Um, I can't think of it right now, but I remember hearing about it. They actually had the the, the entire. Uh, the entire island was all coded out for a, being a smart island, smart cities within it. They actually had it all coded already. So this was all planned. Now, the thing is, I was watching a video today on the Common Sense Show uh, about how they're going to do that here all over this nation. Okay. And the way it looks to me is basically they are planning. Here's the thing. You've watched, we know the Deagle reports, 2024, depopulation in this country, for example, down mm-hmm. to about 66 million people, okay, by next year, okay? Now, how is that going to happen? Where did the 200, where did the 300 million people go, Michael? Because according to their forecast, we're down to 66 million people next year, all right? That's yeah. only six months from now before that starts, seven months from now. Or six months? No, no, four. Or whatever. Twenty twenty four. And then you had Agenda twenty fifty, right? And that was actually laid out um by the chief advisor, chief financial advisor for Obama back in two thousand seven uh two thousand fourteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that was uh agenda twenty fifty. And if you looked at agenda twenty fifty, it's the exact same numbers as the Deagle mm-hmm. reports. John Deagle. So the exact same reports. But according to the Valerie, he made that report for 2050, but now they had to greatly accelerate these numbers to get it in line with Deagle. Now, with that being said, if you don't think that there's not going to be a mass depopulation or something's going to happen where everybody's going to disappear, hello for us, look at what YouTube is doing now. YouTube has just came out with a new uh, set of rules, medical rules, mis- medical misinformation now. And they're not just talking about the original virus. They're talking about everything. Across the board. Any, health, mm-hmm. yeah. any virus, yep. anything that can make you sick. If you mm-hmm. go against the World Health Organization, anything, even the comment sections, they will kick you off this platform. They mm-hmm. are trying to protect. Well, here's my thing. They are trying to protect a storm of sickness that's coming mm-hmm. okay yep. and i believe that's why if that's going to be the case this is why we're at 66 million in the population for next year and once they get down to that 66 million then they could execute these smart cities and majority of smart cities by the way are in the are on the east coast okay we're all kind of over here in the east not too much in the west but it's over in the east 
they got like three or four different locations. That's about it. All right. But think about it. YouTube is getting ready. They know what's coming. And we this is exactly what happened, Greg, right before the virus showed up in 2020. The exact same thing. Doctors yeah. started disappearing mm-hmm. everywhere. You guys remember that 2019? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. How the doctors just started yeah. disappearing. God, why are they knocking off all these doctors for? It doesn't make any sense. And the, <laughs> I mean, what do you guys think? This is abs- I mean, I'm excited. Yeah. I I think, yeah, obviously there's reason for excitement because we know what's coming uh, in terms of our our redemption, our salvation, or, you know, with the Lord coming. But uh, obviously what's coming with the new YouTube and with uh, more cancel culture, uh, that is something we have to kind of dance around somehow uh, because we do want to continue to bring this content to you, obviously. And uh, it's one of the reasons why I have... Uh, up what I have up right now, uh, you know. There's the Rumble platform. There's there's a number of different op- options, alternative options you can go to uh, that uh, are uh, anti anti culture. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, cancel culture. Excuse me, but there uh, we have true. to be careful about what we say too, because we we want to be able to keep yeah. these certain videos up for an extended period of time. But all it takes at this point is anything that is spoken of in the past on a, on a previous video can be hit and that's, and that's it. And you're, you, you get three strikes, you're out. So yeah. Um, yeah. So that's one of the reasons why there are backup channels. Uh, but uh, again, we do have to kind of dance around this stuff. Uh, Brother John, I know you're considering or possibly considering doing a YouTube channel, um, but your YouTube channel will be focused primarily around scripture uh, yes, and that's a good thing. However, it's only a matter of time before uh, that also gets flagged, mm-hmm. right? It's only a matter yeah. of time. Yeah. Uh, so, hate yeah, speech. yeah, hate, I was exactly. going to say that hate speech. Exactly. That's exactly so, what they're going to take it down with. But mm-hmm. while we have the time, right? Uh, we we continue to do these things, and uh, and uh, let's build up our our community, build up the communities, um, make sure that you're on the newsletters. That's why it's important to be on a newsletter because you never know when they just take us off right now. Yes. You know, it could be tomorrow and that's it. Yeah. Uh, don't be left in the dark folks. No, please be yeah. sure to, to get on the newsletter. You'll see that in the comment section in the, excuse me, description, description window. And, you know, well, I was saying before too, we're excited. I'm not excited about the sickness coming or what's coming. You already see leprosy going and all these other, you got Ebola back. Now you have mm-hmm. all this stuff coming now. It's already here, right? A lot of stuff's in the southern states, and I believe it's because of illegal migration. But be it as it may, okay, there, there is, they are doing a lot of stuff right now. As, as on top of that, also all the fires that we've been seeing, um, East Palestine, Ohio, and everything that they've been doing in the background, all the smoke they've been letting into our atmosphere everywhere, mm-hmm. and coming to find out now, like, all the way till now, we're starting to find, oh, there's all this cancer causing stuff, this, this, and that in there. We just went through all these forest fires that came from up north where I'm at here, and turns out that, you know, I and I bet what happened was they, they just dumped all these chemicals from these chemtrails onto these trees everywhere, and then they lit them a fire, and then that smoke turned into toxic fumes, and I was watching a video, there's something called... um can't remember the name of it, but it was in the smoke that came down north and covered all the pretty much the Midwest. Cancer, it's uh, like you wouldn't believe. Was okay. it formaldehyde? 
Yeah, something like that. But the fact that that happened, and I'm and they had all these um, and was, they had all these warnings stuff like that. I, I had my son. He was in um, he was at summer school, and and they were not allowed to go outside. What was the last time we saw that, Michael? What's yeah, it's actually anywhere. It's crazy. They they're doing that almost every day here now where I'm living at in Southern Indiana, there's been, I just been keeping reports at the reports at the reports of schools shutting down outside activities because of high ozone present and extreme weather advisories, air pollution and heat. And I'm like, wow. And uh, the next uh, Thursday and Friday here is supposed to be in like 110 plus heat index. And I'm like, man, this is, we went from an extremely cool temperature to now extremely hot. It's just, there's all kinds of craziness going on now. I mean, it's <laughs> and then we and then and do you remember uh, the derailments and things of that nature? And we had that spill into the Ohio River. There has I have not heard any follow up on that. You know, no, that's where no. I get my drinking water from. Well, not here now, but I did get drinking water from there. And right. now that I'm out in the more of the sticks, <laughs> they probably have a well here somewhere. But it's uh, it's amazing to see how much of this has progressed and how many different food dis- food distribution centers are going down. There's there's no coverage in the fires. I, I remember seeing some world maps of the fires that are going on, and guys, it looks like it already looks like the apocalypse. I was right. I was just especially right. in Africa. I was like, oh my. If you guys just Google mm-hmm. and search world fire maps, it will blow your mind. And mm-hmm. obviously this is going to be building to a, you know, sustainable development goal situation that's coming up soon. And I wouldn't be surprised if they don't do something real crazy because of all this is going on. Well, there, did you see, Michael, that that our governor, because I'm in Indiana, too. Our governor uh, sent out a warning about this mm. climate issue that's going on right now. So surprised that he would. You know, I voted for the guy, you know, and whatever. But he hasn't made the, what they're called, I don't know if you guys heard about this, it's called uh, Level 3 Climate Action Alerts, okay, mm. which means climate action. You take action. And the, in, the, in the alert, what they're telling you is, hey, don't gas up your car until 8 o'clock at night. Don't go driving. Don't let your car idle. Don't use a lawnmower. Don't make any emissions because you're making it worse. Mm-hmm. What's that? Lo- what's that sound like to you? Climate lockdown yep. conditioning. Yeah. Okay. They're I- conditioning us now for the climate lockdowns. And right now they're saying, "Oh, it's 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 a uh, voluntary. We recommend mm-hmm. that you should." Yeah. Just like the masks, we recommend that you wear a mask, right, Fauci? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, you have to wear a mask. There's no way around. You got to wear a mask. So that's exactly mm-hmm. what they're doing here now. It's going to be, yeah, we recommend that you don't drive anywhere. But now, I mean, sooner or later, it's going to become this mandatory. And yeah. for those people, they're going to say, well, I'm going to do it anyways. All they have to do is shut down all the gas stations. Hey, Bob, been- didn't Fauci come out and say, that basically that was bad science with the mask after the fact. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I, I just wanted to clip that up because it, it's so crazy how everything flip flopped afterwards yeah. after it wasn't declared an emergency no more. And um, I have a an article because actually I was talking to my dad and um, earlier today and he brought it up and said that they're actually starting to bring back mask mandates. And um, there's an article from The Hill that talks about uh, Hollywood Studio brings back mass 
mandates amid spikes and i'm like i was like what i got you almost can't you can't make this stuff up because they've already told us right that this stuff isn't helpful (laughs) oh dear jesus help us because it's man it's that oh what how does the scripture talks about it and um an unstable man and Double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Unstable in all his ways. Amen. Yep, yep. That's exactly what we're seeing. Absolutely. uh, And on top of that, what's what's going on right now, they're creating this whole false, you know, uh, narrative right now about this climate stuff right now. But eventually what's going to happen, it's going to keep on imploding down on us to the point where, okay, you know what? In order for everybody to survive, you have to go to your 15-minute city nearby. And at first they're going to, I don't think they're going to come to your door and put a gun in your head and say, Hey, go to that city, but they will begin cutting off other food supplies because remember climate action alert, they're going to shut down transportation of trucks and everything to your local grocery store. And they're going to get all the stuff of all your supplies that you need. And they're going to take it all and take it into those 15 minute cities. So wherever your local 15 minute city is, if you want food, you have to go there. But it's going yep. to be like a roach motel. Once you check in, you can't check out. Yeah. That's how Hotel they're going California. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. The same thing in the province of Quebec because of the energy and everything. They suggest people to do their laundry during the night between three and six in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how crazy it is. I mean, yeah. we've even heard reports of them controlling thermostats. Remember that, guys? I mean, that. Oh, yeah. That's crazy when you get locked out of your own thermostat. So, yeah. oh, man, it's nuts. I'm Very mad because so. I, I just switched over to one of those smart thermostats before I learned. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> man. Tearing it out of the wall. <laughs> oh, the, oh, that no. Man. oh yeah. no. Yeah, that it's just it's crazy the level of control and I absolutely 100 agree with you Bob. I mean, you yeah. definitely see that the conditioning, the mental conditioning for some really really aggressive policies coming so it's going to be if we're still here it's going to be some pretty uh biblical times so to speak and i just Mm -hmm. i i pray that we're not here for that but you know Mm -hmm. i i don't know you know the day of the rapture is kevin always said was on the day of the rapture so i don't know when it's gonna be but you know i'm praying that we get out of here real real soon because i have a feeling it's gonna get real dicey I think they need they, these guys need the rapture. They need it because let's face yes. it, you're not going to get three almost 400 million people into smart cities, Michael. They're not that big. They don't have that much room. It's just not going to work. So basically, what they what has to happen? I think what they're doing, they're waiting for the rapture resurrection. I said this before, at the rapture resurrection globally, five billion huh. people will disappear because you're going to have five billion children removed. That takes us down to three billion. And then you yeah. have all the true Christians removed, which, which is not very much. It'd be like a hundred million, maybe, or two hundred million, maybe globally. Okay, mm-hmm. so basically, it's going to leave you with uh, what two point eight billion people left on the planet. You know, it, I could see then after that takes place, and then they execute everything they want to do, like all the all the viruses and everything, all the stuff comes. Then that would make sense. That the Bible says that you know this it destroys two thirds of mankind throughout the scope of the seven year tribulation. These virus, uh, the the four horsemen, okay, and the trumpet judgments and everything. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I mean, mm-hmm. the Euphrates River's angels kill a third of mankind. So if you got 300, three, uh, 3 billion people left on the earth, say, roundabout, at least 100 billion of them will be wiped out. And that's right. after the four horsemen. Mm-hmm. Because the four horsemen, we're looking at all the sickness coming that, like I said, YouTube's getting ready for it. They are dialing mm-hmm. in their algorithms so that way they, oh, yes. can, they can police this thing when the green horse rides. And when yes. does the green horse ride, Greg? After we get to heaven, stand before that throne, okay, and we are praising God and giving Mm -hmm. him glory. You know what? Can I give you guys, I'll close with this. I had a vision about that when we come to the throne after the rapture. And it's it's amazing because it's a big sea of glass, okay, and we begin, you just were there standing before the throne. It was crowded. No, we began approaching the throne, okay? Mm. And in my vision, we're approaching it. We're singing, and we're giving the glory. It means there's billions of us coming towards the throne, and Mm. we're all like, each one of us are dropping to our knees, and we're dropping to our knees one at a time all over the place, and we're singing, holy, holy, holy. You're getting up and singing. You you drop, and you're like, holy, Mm. holy, holy. And and the closer you get, you you keep on dropping and saying, holy, holy, holy. And I was like, man, that's amazing. Why is that? Of course, you got the four, you got the four beasts, the cherubim angels that surround the throne, close to the throne. What are they doing? Holy, 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 holy. The Bible says they never stop. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I thought right. to myself, man, it was so cool to see just billions of people approaching that throne before the seals are opened. That's right. Okay? That's we have to key. get before that throne yeah. and thank Jesus for redeeming us from the earth. According Amen. to Revelation 5 9, before he cracks a single seal, See, you yes. are worthy to open the scroll. You know, we tell him that before he opens that scroll, before yeah. the green horse rides. That is right. How awesome, yeah. How awesome is that? Amen. It's too uh, awesome. That's amazing. That incredible. Yeah. yeah. It's, I was crying so much. I was just crying and crying. Yeah. crying. I didn't even want to open Amen. my eyes. Just, yeah. Like, it's it just end. that overwhelming end. joy, you know? And, yeah. Yeah. Man, there's times when I'm just, I, I, you just experience those moments, you know, when you're alone and with the Lord and you just start thanking him for all that he's done in your life. And you can just, you keep yeah. looking back on all the times when he's just brought you from the pits of despair and how he's taken care of you and comforted you and carried you in times when you didn't even know he was there. And uh, you just can't help but, just get all emotional and you're just like, Oh, thank you. Jesus, Cause he's just so amazing. And, and it's right. just to, to have that settled in your heart, to know that God's there with us, that he's never going to leave you, nor forsake you, that you're sealed with the Holy spirit till the day of redemption. Oh. And like Bob said, yeah. you know, he, he redeemed us from the earth. How did he redeem us? He paid for us with his own blood. I mean, you can't mm. get more awesome than that guys. No. He purchased us no, with his life. Deep. It's amazing. That's epic. That's once you know that you're saved and you're sealed, there's oh, no greater man. joy. You, you know you're living. You know you're going either by death or by rapture, but you know that you know that you know. That's what Pastor yeah. Breaker says. How do you know that you know that you know that you're saved? Well, by the blood of Christ. Amen. I mean, there's there's so many things, and the verse I was Want to bring up earlier, but it's still going to match that. It's First Corinthians two fourteen. One Corinthians two fourteen. 
<laughs> By the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Every time that you try to bring the gospel to someone and they're foolish to them and they're going to start mocking and laughing, well, I'm sorry, but that's what it is. And it's going to be with the <laughs> those who are going to be staying back after the rapture. Oh, That's amazing. I actually just brought this, uh, the scripture up in the last live I did. It's, yeah. it's so, man, I love that scripture because yes. I mean, how, how true is that? Without the spirit of God, we, we cannot understand. Wow. I love that. And, uh, I love this you... scripture as well. I don't know. Uh, sorry to cut you off. Romans 8 16. No, that's okay. Um, so you have, uh, Romans 8 16 too. Uh, spirit itself bear witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Uh, and, you know, it's so important to understand that the Holy Spirit dwells within us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we, some people, you know, we, we, we hear it, we understand, we understand the concept, but we don't fully grasp, I believe, the, uh, the fullness of that particular, uh, not, not only verse, but the function, the function of the Holy Spirit working through us. I mean, that is a profound thing, a profound statement. And to try to really fully grasp it is a little difficult uh, in our, you know, finite minds to really comprehend that God's Spirit dwells within our temples, so to speak, right? Quote unquote, temples, our bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we talk about it, we, we, we discuss it, but when you really think about it, my goodness, that is a profound statement and very uh, profound thing to, to even try to comprehend, but it is true and it is yep. truth. Uh, this is amazing. Amen. And the spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. I we mean, are. Amen. amen. Praise God. I love it. Just love it. And yeah, oh, man, that's and yeah, just what you said there, Greg. Oh man, I, I think about that often and how he's tabernacling in our little tents, right? Just yeah. like in the wilderness, he's with us yeah. wherever we go. And it's like, wow, not only did he shed his blood and give his life in humility, the king of the universe, but how humble is our awesome God who would dwell in these tents of Kadar, so to speak, right? I mean, my these, goodness. These, these tents, right, that are just still corrupt on the flesh, right? It just shows you just how amazing the love of God is and, and the extent, just like the verse of the day, the extent that he's willing to go through and to for us. I mean, yes. there's even, just no greater love. Yeah, and even something the prophets were waiting for didn't even receive at that, at that stage. In the dispense, in that dispensation. I mean, my goodness, look where we are, how blessed we are. And I think I brought this up last, last week. Never take it for granted how blessed all of you are to be in the times that we're living in. You were born for such a time as this. Amen. 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 Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hey, Luke, do you want to do some? You said you wanted to do questions earlier, Greg. We're already like half hour. Yes, earlier. my goodness, the time goes fast. Okay, so um, let's bring up some questions, Bob. I don't know if you saw something that caught your eye, but if you want, I'll just to start at the top some... here. Or okay, which one's Lisa here? It says, "Do rapture dreams really mean it's coming sooner?" Because I didn't think that the church needs signs. Okay, well, uh, this is Joel two twenty eight. Okay, 
old men shall dream dream young men shall see visions okay and the sun shall turn to darkness moon the blood before the great and terrible day of the lord okay as it goes to verse 30 okay so the dreams and visions are a sign to us okay we don't need signs okay we have the indwelling holy spirit we believe Jesus said to uh, he said to Thomas, "Blessed are those who have not seen me and believed." Okay, so no, we don't need signs, but we sure do enjoy the ones that are in front of us. We don't need them. Okay, when the rapture resurrection happens, whether you've never seen a sign or not, you're still going to be raptured because you've been sealed until the day of redemption. But rapture dreams, though, they are an indicator of what is about to happen, you know, in the near future. And, you know, I read somewhere, um, and um, I wish I can remember the source, about, you know, they had, uh, back in the times of Noah, they had dreams and visions that somebody was, you know, talking about it, where, um, and I can't vet this completely, but the dreams and visions they were having, I remember doing a, doing a video about it where I was doing, like, an animation for it, and they had dreams and visions about whales in the air. Tons of people. They couldn't figure it out. Why are there whales and sea life in the air? Well, that's because the flood came and went to the top of the highest mountain. Okay, so you're going to have whales in the air. But that was something that was going to come. Okay. For us, we're not going to see whales in the air. We are going into the air. This is why we see these dreams and visions all the time. This is why I had that vision of trying to you know, walk to the throne of God. You know, as I kept on falling to my knees and saying, holy, 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 trying to get up and sing and go, you know, you see what I'm saying? So, I mean, I built an entire ministry on this stuff. You know, that's what the Lord called me to do back in 2012. Because it was so abundant, I built a website that can house all this stuff so people can communicate and compare notes. So, guys... um, I really do believe, evidently, that dreams do p- play a major role. I mean, look what uh, Philip Barnett's dream has shown us. And dreams and visions have been used all throughout the Bible. Ask Joseph, and he received that those instructions yeah. from the angel about getting Jesus out of town. Yeah. Okay, because of the harm that's coming from Herod. Okay. Do you guys want to yeah. comment on that when we go to the next Yeah, question? yeah, no, I would love to. Oh, sorry, go ahead, go Greg. Ahead. Well, um, real quick for me, please hold that thought. But uh, I just brought up this vic- this verse here, First Thessalonians 5.11, where Paul's talking, Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even also as you do. Right? This is something we are doing not yes. only through building each other up through Scripture, but understanding that when we see these things approaching, that's something that is helping as a tool as a uh, to uh, just edify the church and and understand that we are getting closer to the time of our Lord's return. That is an amazing thing uh, that we can say that we are getting that much closer. Uh, and I've always said that uh, the counting up of the years is really a countdown, right, to the Lord's return. So, Okay. Yeah. And uh, just kind of furtherly going into the, the prophecy with Joel and Acts chapter 2, the Awesome chapter, right? Because we have the day of Pentecost when it's fully come. And this is Acts chapter 2, 1. I have it uh, shared if you need to there, Greg. But, uh, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, 
they were all there in one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing wind, a mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. So this is um, a, a place, right, where the founding or not the founding, but the majority of the church began here, right? I think we can all agree on that. And what does uh, Peter say about it, right? He echoes the prophecy of Joel. This is during when the Lord added 3,000 to the church and then many more daily. And starting in Acts 2.16, it says, But this was which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. So being that the the context of what is taking place during this, I think it absolutely shows that in the church age, in the end of the church age, we will see what exactly he is talking about, the dreams, the visions. And mm-hmm. I personally have had many, many it just absolutely as astonishing dreams. Some dreams that I've had, you know, even in, in times that I believe is after the rapture, you know, those dreams I don't want because it's just, it's so intense. I've had dreams where I've been praying to the Lord while I'm seeing it. And I'm like, Lord, I can't take this. This is just too intense, you know? So I absolutely believe that the dreams, the visions are absolutely a sign of the times that we're in. Amen to that. This from Carrie. So is it true? Once saved, always saved? What does it mean to be saved? Okay. Does uh anyone want to take a take a swing at this or just I'll give you my answer right now? Brother John? I, yes, I can uh so is it true? Once saved, always saved. Yes, it is true, because the Bible says so, and you can bring the verse about it. Um once you know that you're saved through the blood of Jesus Christ, there's nothing else that is more important. You're going to start feeling that you need you need to read your Bible just to breathe. It's going to come into yourself. And if I skip a day or if I skip time of reading or studying, I'm, I'm kind of out of breath and I don't feel good. And I need, I need to go back to the scriptures. Now, if the... <laughs> If the if hell doesn't scare you, I don't know what can scare you. I mean, just just for that fact, to be saved is a great thing, I'd say. Amen. Ephesians 4.30, it says, yeah. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, for which you have been sealed until the day of redemption. And if you go to Ephesians 1.4, it says, According to... According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy. How do you be holy? How can you be holy through your works? No, your holiness, holiness of God, has to be imputed into you. Okay, and that's laid out in Romans four twenty two through twenty five. Jesus is holy; His whole Spirit is holy, and that holiness is imputed into you. Okay, and if you go back to Ephesians. Uh, uh, one verse five says, "Having predestined us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to Himself, according to the good pleasure of His will." Being predestined does that mean that you were chosen since the foundation of the world? The body of Christ has been chosen. Yeah. Okay, once you chose Jesus, believed in His blood, you were placed in that predestined body of Christ. Okay, and now you are predestined. You are predestined for the good pleasure of his will. You are predestined 
for the adoption. Okay. Right now we are spiritually sealed, but we are waiting for the adoption. I believe that's in uh, Romans 8.23. And it says, and not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the spirit, the indwelling Holy Spirit. We're sealed the day of redemption. I just lay that out for you. Even we ourselves grown within ourselves, waiting Amen. for the adoption. Waiting for what? Yeah. The rapture resurrection. And it says, to wit, it's the redemption of our body. Okay. Amen. Amen. So Amen. that's Amen. It. so exciting. Amen. It, it, yeah. We're waiting for the adoption. We're waiting for the rapture resurrection. That's what I said. You're spiritually sealed, spiritually done. In case your vessel, your temple, your body dies, your spirit goes to heaven. And you wait until mm. the adoption where your spirit is reunited with your dead body resurrected. And those of us who are alive and remain, we're just changed right there. Done. Okay, we all receive the same the same reward in the end. Incredible. Okay, for the body Amazing. of Christ. So that's what Amazing. it means to be once saved, always saved. Because once you believe and you're born again, truly born again, sealed, that's never undone. You can never undo that seal, Michael. No. Yeah. You, you can never exactly. undo that seal. It's done. Think about the typology in the Old Testament where the kings would never transgress a seal that they've signed with. No. So even if it meant it went against their... <laughs> what they want didn't want, especially with Daniel and the lion's den, mm -hmm. right? They would never go through and break a seal that they have sealed. And we're given that typology so we can see. And if, you know, in the end, in the, in the millennial reign, you know, the, the Lord throws Satan and sets a seal upon him, right? And he can't break it. So if he can't break it, he's one of the most powerful creative beings. What makes you think you can break the seal of God? It's impossible. Mm -hmm. It's impossible. It's impossible. Just a quick thing there. Once you're saved, you're going to kind of bring up, uh, uh, I'm saying that again, but you're going to bring up a, a, a thirst for the scripture. And like at the program I have, I can set up a schedule and everything. And sometime I'm way over the schedule. I just keep reading, keep reading just because, and I'm crying sometime. I'm reading and I'm crying because the Holy Spirit is showing me few things there. Uh, well, few, a lot, a lot of things. And once you're saved, yes, you're sealed, and then you want more of Jesus. But if you don't read, if you just say, okay, Lord, I believe in the blood of Jesus Christ, you're still saved and sealed. But you must read at least daily to to uh, to get better knowledge, and then yeah. you will be shown a lot of things, a lot of things. Exactly, and that I think goes to speak on the the actual spiritual principle of babes and the maturity and becoming fathers, right? And we yes. see that throughout Scripture. So, absolutely, one hundred percent on board. And it's interesting because you know, like I was saying before, when the Lord opened my eyes to that, I was like, "Oh, Lord, that's interesting." Because when you're born naturally, you can't stop growing. So there's others going to they're they're growing, but the maturity and the wisdom that comes comes by reading the Word of God and allowing the Holy Spirit to continually teach us. And this is there's no greater time than to learn these things. I mean, we have like a one-on-one -on -one with the Lord every day if we want it. And you know, I try to read every day myself, but there's days when you know I hadn't been able to read but just a few scriptures. But it's funny because if you don't you'll start having that hunger and thirst for the Lord again because he mm -hmm. wants to spend that time with you. He And it's there's nothing like it. And you'll know, you'll feel that unctioning, the tugging of the Holy Spirit, like, 
All right, Michael. So come spend some time with me. Let's let's read. Let's go study this. And he'll just give you. He'll just bless you. And when you open the scripture and he enlightens and illuminates it, so you can understand it, you're like, wow, yeah. man, I want to do this every day, every second. Yeah. And then he starts connecting all the typologies, the yeah. dots, and it's like, man, this is Pray amazing. For the yeah, yeah, it, it's so it's so good, and um, it is. And, and if you God's if you good. do that, it's so helpful, you know. And plus, it helps with flushing out the the patterns of the world, right? Because we we want to renew our minds daily in the Lord. All the time, to, yes. Yep, to Amen. keep filling our minds with the Lord's word yes. is so important because you're either filling it with the world or you're filling it with the Word of God. Yeah. So, I mean, you can choose, you know, choose you this day, right? Are you going to fill it with the world or are you going to fill it with the word of God? And um, I tell you that it's better to fill it with the word of God, especially yeah. now more than ever. Amen. You have a, you have a black dog and a, and a white dog. It depends which one you're going to feed the most is going to be the best yeah. for you. Yeah. And you'll start, start. If you don't, then you start starving your you, you starve your spirit and your flesh becomes stronger and yes. then that war of flesh and spirit becomes much harder to tango with so yeah. trust me from personal experience guys i know these things so you don't want to you don't want to feed the wrong dog no <laughs> you, you don't, don't feed no. the wrong one <laughs> <All right. laughs> you no on. you don't want to feed the wrong dog <laughs> all these questions rapidly you, they can come up down as the first Thessalonian 418 Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Now, if you don't have anyone that you can pray with or study with, well, look around. You might find someone. And it's good sometimes to be two or three. And uh, like the Bible teaches us also, just to read and uh, to, uh, to understand and to go through scriptures. Because 2 Timothy 2.15 is clear. Study to show thyself approved unto God. This is not a, if you want to. It's it's a commandment from Paul. Study to show thyself approved unto God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Mm-hmm. Amen. Question Amen. here from Caesar says, yep. I still do not have that no salvation, but I believe in the blood of Jesus. Is that belief enough for me to go up in the rapture? You believe in Jesus' blood. To save you, yes, that's what saves you. God, yes. you you have you have sinned, and the Lord God looks down here on the earth. He said, mm-hmm. oh, "Well, I could forgive your sin, Caesar, but their only way that's going to happen is through a blood sacrifice." Amen. Now, not doing lambs no more because that ended almost two thousand years ago. But there is a blood sacrifice down there that can that can atone for your sins. Do you know what it is? Oh, it's Jesus' blood. I trust in that blood. That's right. I trust in who Jesus was and his work, and I trust in his blood to save me. So, yes. Yes. Once you believe in his blood, then you are saved. And if you go to Second Corinthians one twenty two, who hath sealed us and given us the earnest of the spirit. That's good. The earnest of the spirit. And uh, what was that Corinthians? I can't think of it. Uh, Corinthians? Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah. it's up. Yeah, it's up. Second Corinthians, one twenty-two. Yeah, who yeah, has sealed 122. us? I try to go from memory. Who has sealed us and given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts? Okay, that's right. man, we're mm-hmm. sealed. There it is. There is that seal again. It's sealed again. Earnest. 
What's the earnest, Greg? The earnest is the like an earnest. What earnest point put down the house? That's, That's the right, promise yeah. of future performance. So he sealed us spiritually, and he's given us the earnest of the spirit in our hearts. Okay, yeah. the earnest of the future performance, what the spirit's going to do for us in the future. And if you don't know what the spirit's going to do for you, John, just go to Romans eight, ten, and eleven, and it says, "And if Jesus Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but Amen. the spirit." The earnest is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit, the earnest of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell within you, he who hath raised up Jesus Christ from the dead shall also quicken, quicken, change mm-hmm. in the moment between him and I, your mortal physical body by the spirit, the earnest that dwelleth within you. Yes, and amen. That's what it means to be saved. You receive that. By trusting in the blood of Jesus Christ, Amen. I think, amen. yeah, amen. amen. And I think what's going on here is that the enemy is trying to convince you otherwise, brother. Yeah, yes. Uh, you are trying to, you are being played with right now, toyed with. Your mind is being toyed with, but mm. that doesn't mean your spirit isn't sealed with the Lord right now. Uh, just, right. just acknowledge that. Acknowledge that you are saved. You believe in the death, burial, resurrection that He died for your sins. You trust in that blood, amen. Jesus Christ. You are saved. Thank you, yeah. Jesus. Amen. Right? Amen. Love it. Love it. I'm just going to yeah. bring Act 931, which is right in our dispensation, right? And 931 says, walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost. Um, we, we still have fear of the Lord. You might have some fear right now, but you can pray for it and walk. Do physically walk in the comfort of the Holy Ghost. Right? Just do it. It's our dispensation. It's for us. It's it's right there. Make sure that you talk to the Holy Ghost, just like you talk to Jesus, just talk like you talk to God. But when you walk in the fear of the Lord, okay, you might have some fears, which is normal, but make sure that you talk to the Holy Ghost and Jesus Christ and you pray for that. Because as what I'm reading right now, you are saved. You are saved. You just need, like uh, Greg was saying, you just need to put away those bad thoughts that maybe the enemy is trying to get you for that. But it's too late. You're saved now. You you are, you are. If you believe in the blood of Jesus Christ, that's it. You're sealed. Amen. Amen. Yeah. To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of the mystery, the body of Christ, rapture, resurrection, among the Gentiles, which is Christ, Holy Spirit, the uh, the uh, the earnest, like I said before, within you, the hope of glory. I know Bob loves to uh, Bob Hagen loves quoting that verse. Okay, but that's what it is the hope of glory that's within you, that earnest. Okay, Titus two thirteen, the blessed hope. There it is again, the hope of glory. Okay, so yeah, we can keep going on and on here. Are you gonna say something here, Michael? Yeah, actually, I was going to say, uh, going back, talking about the fear, because that was something that the Lord shared some stuff with me about a while ago. Maybe it might help you guys out there and um, anyone who may not have considered some of these things before. And um, because we know Proverbs 9, 10 says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. So this is important to have fear of the Lord. And I I tell you from personal experience and my testimony, I'm sure you guys, if you've been watching this long enough, you know it. 
the fear of the Lord is not something that you can just drum up, right? It's like, it's like faith. God is the author and the finisher of it. He, yes. he will put the fear of God into you. But remembering that that's the beginning of wisdom. That's the entrance in to a relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's really important because we know that when we have passed from death to life in Second Timothy 1, 7, it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love, of a sound mind. And that's really important to remember because when we actually look at First John four eighteen, we actually go a little bit more in depth with it. We see that there is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear because fear hath torment. He that had fear that's not made perfect in love. And when the Lord showed me the difference between the fear of the Lord and the fear of the enemy, the fear of the Lord brings you to peace, but the fear of the enemy will keep you in torment. There's a mm -hmm. big difference between the two. That's so right. health, fear of the Lord is, it's absolutely amazing because that's what brings you to peace. Him settling this in your heart versus the enemy. He'll just keep you there with like a carrot dangling of torment and fear. It'll never get any better. But the, yeah. the fear of the Lord will bring you to the peace in Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Yeah. Amen. I reminds agree. Me, yeah, it reminds me a little bit of what Brother Bob Barber was saying earlier about the fear as well. The totally different fear. And when you mix those two, you, you understand there's a there's a huge divide. There's a whole huge difference between the two different uh, uh, fear levels. Okay, one's fear of the Lord, like our brother Michael was saying. And then the other ones uh, fear uh, that the enemy is trying to instill in you. And yeah. one of those things is instilling fear that you're going to lose your salvation. So, brother, uh, receive it. You believe. Mm -hmm. you, that's it. There's that no-so salvation that you're yeah. looking for. Amen. Amen. And I uh, had a question Amen. here. Said, do you notice the face scanning technology overseas escalating? Yes, we do. And oh, yeah. what about the U.S. <laughs> dollar and the BRICS, in your opinion? Look, the Russian ruble is collapsing. The Chinese economy is collapsing, especially over the last 30 days. China is in a lot of trouble. And if you think they're just going to sit back and just say, oh, well, we couldn't beat the American dollar. We just failed. We're just going to stay where we're at and just be a third or second rate power and just let the U.S. rule the world against the wishes of the WEF the UN and every other nation involved in the BRICS agreement and all the ones coming on board. If you really think that's going to happen, I don't think so. All right. The, the, the defense ministers of uh, we fame back in 2017, he said it publicly. Hey, we thank you America for helping us. You guys did a lot of good things for us, but you know what? Our people, we can't beat our people no more. We need your resources. We're going to come over there and we are going to take over and we're not going to share. We're not going to cohabitate. We are going to bring a genocide to America, okay? And so don't be surprised when we just talked about the fact that uh, Maui, like I said, is Maui needed to be taken out and everything that was taken out with it, that had to be taken out for China to be able to invade. Okay, and guess what? It happened. So if anybody says I'm crazy, that they're not going to... Look, they said it 10 times in print, 8 times online. I mean, publicly, that they will invade this country. Oh, and yeah. it was even laid out in Philip Barnett's dream. But it happens mid-trib. Just want to be clear. Okay, it does happen mid-trib. You, you want to say something here about this, John? Well, quickly, you, you wouldn't believe in Canada how much land is purchased by China. And mm -hmm. full, like in big city, a full block 
like two, three, four blocks just bought by the China for uh, investment, supposedly, and everything. But it's more than that. It, it is more than that. Like they, they buy land, and I know they do that in the United States too. I don't know how much, but in Canada, it's incredible how much land they purchase. And our prime minister is a pro-China. So oh, yeah. <laughs> what can I say? Right? Trudeau's a dirtbag, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's what it is. He is. He, he mentioned it publicly, right? That the China has a very good system, right? Yeah. Yeah, communist system. Oh, I'm wow. telling you, it's, Michael, you, it's coming to an end, and I'm really happy about it. Michael, any yeah. comment about this? Greg? Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. But, you know, I think it's kind of interesting, too, that China has the symbol of the red dragon. Right. Yeah. And they are like the front runners of the communist system and facial recognition and tracking. But uh it's interesting because a lot of the facial scanning that you see is actually already being used in the United States. I'm not sure if anyone's aware of that, but I've recently done some watching of documentaries and um, seeing that uh, police departments are getting trial runs. They're not in every police department, but they're able to start using that and in, in lieu of the traditional methods of tracking people down. So that on their CCTV, they're able to use a, a facial recognition tracking software. Now, like I said, it's not in every police department. It's being trial ran right now in the United States, but you know that, um, it's not like they're going to come out publicly and be like, hey, guess what, guys? Every airport, every public place, every CCTV that's out there, we're watching you. We're watching you. <laughs> they're mm -hmm. not going to say that. It's, it's, it's very subtle. It's very always hush, hush, kind of sweep it under the rug, kind of like what we see with politics all the time. You know, the 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 whole sleight of hand maneuvers that are always going on, and especially with the the storm that Hillary, which I thought was a fitting name, <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh man, you can't make, you can't make this stuff up. Going <laughs> oh, to California, yeah. you know, and I seen that, and I was like, and my wife's like, I wonder what they're really trying to hide here. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sure we'll find out here in the next few days what they're <laughs> oh, really yeah. trying to hide. Yeah, and you know the uh, the whole thing with the dollar, the U.S. dollar is collapsing. We're we're at a point at a pivotal point in history where the central banking system has really taken over uh, and it could collapse at any point. The point is don't rely on the stock market. I don't think it's a free market anymore. Uh, I have watched some analysts who have gone over this and to be honest with you, uh, it, it's just a matter of when they decide to hit that button and, and everything just goes tumbling. House of Cards just falls, right? Uh, and I think we do, did bring this up in a previous uptime that this is all kind of done by design. Uh, it is also part of uh, an occultic ritual, so to speak, where you know they have to have something burned to the ground for that uh, so so-called phoenix to rise from yeah. the ashes, uh, so to speak. I mean, you can see it on the back of the the U.S. Uh, dollar bill, um, Novos Ordo Seculorum, you know, New Order of the Ages. People always look at that, and you know, I've I've seen that, you know, growing up. I said, nobody questions it until you really start understanding what these people really uh, represent and who they worship, um, which is Lucifer, uh, Satan, the fallen angels, and yeah, it's it's all it is by design, folks. It, and 
it, it's going to come down to a point where they're just going to push the button. They're going to hit the button and that's it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we could just keep speculating, okay, the stock market's going to crash on this day or it might crash on that day. Yeah. It, it depends on when they hit the button. They have control over that right now. They have control over the markets. Oh, yeah. The central banking system has taken over. Uh, the U.S. dollar is collapsing, the whole thing with BRICS. Yes, they're going to be turning more toward gold. It's pushing, putting more pressure on the United States in terms of the U.S. dollar, the petrodollar. It's it's all about to collapse. Do we have a, a date and time when that's going to happen? No. But uh, you see these things happening. And uh, well, just be you have, you have China, which is both a representation of the dragon. They just announced mm -hmm. that they want to be the leader of AI in, by 2030. Okay. You got that. <laughs> you have... North Korea, they're doing nor uh, they're doing nuclear testing for all their citizens. Fifty one million people are are required to participate in this test. It takes place tomorrow at two p.m. So you got that going on. That's a big campaign to do, you know, just just to do it. No, they know something's coming. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're doing this for a reason. That, that's a big undertaking. Oh, yes. Something like that. Russia's yeah. done stuff like that. Many countries are doing that. They're not doing it here in the states. You know, they, I mean, they can't, they, they, they didn't even warn Maui with sirens. What do you think they're going to do to the rest of us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There ain't no it. warnings coming for us. Yeah. yeah. When <laughs> anything launches, I believe they're coming from Belarus. Belarus yeah. will launch con intercontinental missiles at us. Okay. And the first one to blow off is going to be Chicago, which is really near to my home. So. That that is coming from Belarus, and I mentioned before that now they're call they're calling everybody, all the Americans, get out of Belarus, which is kind of weird because they're not giving us any warnings, but they're giving the Americans in Belarus warnings. So yeah, not quite how that works. They're actually giving Americans warning. Maybe they got some interests in there, some Americans in there that they want to survive this thing. I don't know, <laughs> yeah. but that's happening right now. They're, a nuclear war. China needs it. America needs it. Or well, not we don't need it. no one needs it. The leadership needs it. Democrats yeah. desperately need it. You know. And um something I'm not sure if you guys are aware of. I'm sure most of you guys have heard of it, but uh have you guys ever heard of ghost cities in China? I'm not sure if anyone if you yeah. haven't, you should research it. And um it's very interesting because China went and built massive metropolis cities that are absolutely completely mm -hmm. uninhabited. They tried to yeah. claim it was because for a population, but obviously there's always a cover story for everything they do. So what are they, what's the real agenda? I mean, you don't just build empty, massive cities. Uh, by the looks of the, in the comment section, it looks like most of you guys may have not heard of that. But yeah, just a quick Google search of ghost cities. It will blow your mind. The level yeah. of money, engineering, time that went into constructing these cities. And this isn't something that went up overnight. It's They built it a while ago. So we talk about smart cities and things of that nature. And if something happens to the West and there's, you know, immigration or whatnot who knows what's going to be involved are these going to be zoned off cities a 15 minute city so to speak i don't know but that's definitely something that's always been on the back of my mind especially with everything that's going on now sure. well i think this right here from michael this question is perfect for that right there 
Have you guys considered another reason for all of these fires, especially in Canada, is to force people out of the remote areas and keep people from going off grid? Yeah, absolutely. But in the end, though, ultimately, they, according to the Agenda 2050, their maps, they want every nobody anywhere except in these 15-minute cities. So they mm-hmm. will use fires. They will use smoke. They will use anything. That, poisoning water supplies. That's where your uh, Chinese shock troops are going to be coming in to poison water supplies, blow things up, do whatever they can to, sh- to shake everybody out of their current living situations and flood into these smart cities. Now, thing is, like I said before, we got four, almost 400 million people in this country. These smart cities are not going to be able to contain us. So this, I believe, has to happen after 500, after the rapture resurrection. There has to basically, and even after, and I think I'll go even further and say, smart cities, this stuff, they're not even going to try to attempt it until after the rapture resurrection and to after this massive storm of sicknesses and the rider of the green horse yeah. takes out a ton of people where they have a manageable amount of 60 million people that they can, you know, you know, kind of coerce into these uh, 15 minute cities. Exactly. Okay? Because here's the thing, Michael, they try to get me into a 15 minute cities they're going to end up beating the barrel of my gun. Okay, so I'm not going nowhere. Yeah. I know what it means when you go to that 15 minutes. You kiss your life goodbye. Yep, exactly. Absolutely I kiss mean, your life goodbye. Think about history, guys, in, in Nazi Germany, you know, back in the 1940s, 44. And when most of the Germans did not realize where people were going. If you look at the propaganda theaters, they actually had – like, oh, it's, it looked like a resort where they were sending the, you know, the Jewish people, right? So it, it's just another 15-minute city. So who knows really where you'll be getting shuttled off to at the end of the day. You might think you're going somewhere great, but, <laughs> I, you know, with the way this world is, and I absolutely think this is why it's so important to segue what Bob was saying, because when we look at the world events, when we look at the technological infrastructure that's been put into place, we can absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, see how this is going to be um, operated and how it's going to be conducted and how they have all the means in place for what the Bible talks about in the Great Tribulation period. You just can't make this stuff up. It completely supports it in every single way. Because there was a time when people were saying, "Oh, how is this possible? How could you buy or sit, you know, control buying and selling?" But we know the technology exists. The infrastructure is already in place. We have smart cities or fifteen-minute cities, the ghost cities of China. We have the infrastructure ready to go for this, the kickoff, which would be the rapture, the pre-tribulation yeah. rapture. Mm-hmm. Just. A- just a quick thing about the previous question there. Uh, that's the good reason to be to be safe. If you're not safe Amen. and you're left behind, you're never going to go through. Who can outrun the, the, the tribulation? You won't be able. There will be no, no possibility to live off grid. And the guy was asking for Canada. Well, I know for north of Quebec, if you take the map of fire and you put it over the map of claims for mining... It's the same map. Mm-hmm. Did you hear what I said? Holy moly. What happened there? Am I, uh, uh, I'll fix it later. <laughs> fix it now. Uh, yeah. So that's the same map. Fires and mining. 
why they do that, right? All the cabins, fishing cabins and everything. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. History. And now the claims for mining, I'd say, become available for that because this is all crown land. So you have a cabin, yeah. but if it if it burns, that's it. You cannot rebuild. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it, that yeah. that's what it is. So that's the best reason to be safe and not being not having to do that. And they're talking about the mark. You're not supposed to talk to take the mark because the rapture will happen. But I know that they are getting ready for that. <laughs> they're gonna offer you a tablet or 500 bucks if you bring your money to the bank and you accept the new the new uh, world currency with a chip and everything. They're gonna make it pretty until yeah. until now it's mandatory and you have to do it. Now even if you don't want to do it. And you have a wife and three kids that cries for food. What you gonna do? That's gonna exactly. be terrible. So you have to be I, I mean, to be. Yeah, that's why you can't. Not here. And that's why the scripture says you can't trust even those who lie in your embrace and in the bed with you, right? Because there are gonna be people who are going to want to save their life. And the scripture says that those who seek to save their life will lose it, right? Mm -hmm. And that that's such an important aspect because when you bring that up, Brother John, it's like, wow, it gives you chills thinking about it because that's going to be real situations for oh, yes. hundreds of thousands, millions of people. And we've seen what happened in 2020, all the different incentives to call and report your neighbors. If they were willing to do that for a measly couple hundred bucks or some kind of ridiculous tax write-off or whatever kind of incentives they gave, imagine when your entire family is starving to death and they're offering you hope in the form of food, medicine, and living quarters, right? So people are going to do whatever it takes yes. to, to, to survive. And unfortunately, that's going to lead to the death of so many people. Yes. Well, yes. The mark of the beast is, uh, as in this question here, if you go to Revelation chapter 14, verse 12, it yes. says, here is the patience of the saints, the patience, okay, your endurance, your race, your test, Revelation 3.10. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. So right there, you got to keep the commandments of God and faith in Jesus. So you have to not take the mark. You have mm -hmm. to keep the commandments and have faith. So it's a combination of the three. Now, last time I checked, we are saved by grace through faith. So Grammy Annan, if you say here, so if you are saved, you're saved, sealed, done. Okay. You're not going to be broken the commandments, which we all have. Okay. But that's not going to matter here because you're saved and sealed. You're saved by grace through faith, having faith. So Amen. you're not going to face the mark of the beast because you're going to be taken. And the first three and a half years of the tribulation, pretty much is what we've been laying out here with the implementation of these smart cities. Okay. Yeah. By the way, did you guys know that these smart cities have been done before? With the back, remember back in Germany, John, back in Germany when they had the Jewish Holocaust, they took all the Jews and they pretty much they pushed them all into these stack and pack cities called ghettos. Oh yes. Yeah. So your ghettos back in the Ecclesiastes one nine, nothing new under the sun. No, and that exactly. was done during that triple. They already did the whole. They already did the whole smart city. They pushed all these people into ghettos and they yep. stayed there and lived like scum until they were shipped off to the to the uh, concentration camps. 
Yeah, I'm That's dying. Really sad. So yeah, it's repeating itself again, but now it's a global thing. <laughs> it's not yeah. just in Germany now. No, and <laughs> you imagine how much you're not worse. Face the Mark of the Beast, Ooh. Grammy, because the Mark of the Beast comes halfway through the tribulation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and not only. I mean, even if someone, this is what always got me twisted up when I was talking to some people, because if they think that it, it's like, okay, we know we're sealed, right? We have plenty of scriptures, Ephesians 4.30, Ephesians 11 through 13, 14, or 1, 1, 11 through 14. So we have the scriptures that talk about being sealed. And then it's like, if you have the seal of God, how can you even, you can't, they can't seal over God's seal. <laughs> that's impossible. That's crazy talk. And that's why the 144,000 are sealed to protect them during yes. this time. So that just shows right. you that. Dispensation. There, it's a, yeah, exactly. It's impossible. Yeah, it's yeah. just totally inconsistent with the dispensation. And you see why it's also the seals brought back for the 144,000 to keep them safe from the beast. Right, because you can't you can't be you can't say that you have faith in Jesus Christ and then obviously take the mark because it says right here, obviously in uh, Revelation, uh, it's talking about fourteen nine. Third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, "If any man worship the beast and his image and receive his mark on the forehead or hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation." So, folks. Uh, you want to say you don't believe in dispensation. Um, this is perfect proof that dispensation does exist in Amen. scripture right there. Yeah. And this scripture, if you see, it says in his hand, right in. That's the only version in the King James that says in, in all the other versions says on. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Which is wrong. wrong. It's not on. It's not a, it's not going to be something that you see. It's going to be in your hand. Right. right. Yeah. And other Amen. dispensations, too. We are in a dispensation of grace. And Amen. I showed you in the Bible. Amen. If you go to the Colossians 125, Apostle Paul tells us we're in the dispensation of grace. It says, Where, whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me, Paul. Okay, the gospel of grace is given to him through the revelation of the Holy Spirit. For you to fulfill the word of God. Okay. Right there. Dispensation of God. And this is the gospel of grace given to Apostle Paul for the body of Christ. Okay. Amen. This is the dispensation of grace for us in this dispensation. So there it is right there. Okay. Amen. So if you don't believe in dispensation, you don't read your Bible. And yeah, I, 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 I put in that put that in my book, that big chart of all these different dispensations. Yeah, brings Every it time up, a dispensation brings it changes, up. the gospel changes. Four times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. 14. Yeah. So, folks, this is this is uh, what we bring to you today. Uh, obviously, we're running out. We've run out of time. Uh, we'll, we thank you for your questions. We thank you for your comments. Um, and, of course, Brother John, we thank you for uh, your testimony mm-hmm. today and uh, sharing what the Lord has done in your life. So Amen. grateful for that. God is good. Um, where can people reach you, Brother John? Can they use that email address that you provided to yes, them? Yes, they can put that email address on the on the chat. Is there, that okay? Wherever you want to put it. Yes, it's okay. Oh. I'll answer them. And if they looked with my email address for Skype, they only have to look for Newfoundland. It's the same email address, but Newfoundland, Canada. That's where okay. I'm from. 
All right. I'm going to put this up right now because yeah. I didn't even know the, which one yeah. you wanted to actually share Might with take people. two days if I have a lot, but I will answer to everybody. If they want a demo of uh, the, the salt searcher, I'll be glad to assist them if they have questions about it. The free trial also, you can put it on the, uh, on the screen there. The free trial is very nice. Uh, you can, it's going to allow you to play with a lot of stuff, not everything, of course, but once you purchase the uh, payable version, uh, $69.99 US, I think it's right now, then you got everything. You're wide open. Okay. I'm not sure if I have that back on the uh, screen for, for people okay. to view, but that's the, uh, let me see if you, uh, you I'm going to bring it to you if you want to chat. That would be really helpful for me. So John, uh, for the people on the audio podcast, uh, brother John's email address is J L F. Oh boy. That's a lot of sevens there. Seven, One, two, <laughs> seven yes, sevens. Okay. All right. Okay. JLF seven 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 at gmail dot com. Amen. Do we need to say that again? Yes. <laughs> That's seven sevens, right? Okay. JLF seven yeah. sevens at gmail dot com. All and right. I put and, in the chat in the private chat there. I put the uh, link. Oh, wonderful! The, Thank you, brother. Yeah. Appreciate. It. Yep. Yeah. There so it you is. can play with the thirty days evaluation. Have fun. Ask me questions. I'll show you the full version if you want to see it. But I'm telling you, there is so much stuff in it. I've got this since 2008, and I haven't been through everything. There is so much books and work, and it's incredible. Once you, it's it's a world in itself. Yeah, sounds great. Sounds amazing, uh, brother John. Stay online uh, when we yes, close, sir. please. We thank you very much, everyone, for coming on well, for another pleasure. time. Amen. And uh, yeah, Lord willing, we'll see you next week if we're still here. Um, and uh, of course, we thank you again for coming on. Uh, Amen. Everyone, God bless you all. We really appreciate uh, everything that you uh, you have Bye, contributed everyone. to tonight's broadcast. God bless Good everybody. Night. God bless. Bye-bye.